Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 488, for Saturday, September 22nd, 2018. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Re-entering the top 20, it was number 20 two weeks ago. Last week it slipped to number 24, and so this week back up to number 20. Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death with 10,904. It's a gain of 1,274, or 13%, from last week, and is 529, more than last week's number 20. That is a common theme throughout the uh, list this week, gains in percentage. Uh, Recall that last week, there was a day when the site was unavailable, and so you would expect a loss of about 14% from games with consistent totals. So this week, In a similar vein, you'd expect a gain of about 14%, so Kingdom Death Monster pretty close to that mark with its 13% gain. Entering at number 19, Horizon Zero Dawn, the board game, by Sherwin Matthews, published by Steamforged Games, with 11,147 views, 243 more than Kingdom Death Monster. Also re-entering the top 20 after a week out of it, Two weeks ago, number 17, last week, number 23, this week back up to number 18, Azul, by Mikal Kiesling, published by Plan B Games, with 11,370, 223, more than Horizon Zero Dawn, and a gain of 16%. Also bouncing back up, although it did not leave the top 20, from 18 to 20 to 17, The Seventh Continent by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp, with 11,589, 219 more than Azul, a gain of 12% from last week. Entering at number 16, Shadows Amsterdam, by Matthew Aubert, published by Libelud, with 12,394, that's 805 more than The Seventh Continent. Sliding for the third consecutive week, uh, three weeks ago it was number 9, then 12, then 14, now down to 15, for Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus with 14,865. That is 2,500 more than Shadows Amsterdam at number 16, uh, a healthy margin between the top 15 and the rest, and that's a gain of 14% from last week, so right on par. It swaps places with the number 14 game, which climbs one spot, Tiny Epic Zombies, by Scott Alms, published by Gameland Games, with 14,910, only 45 more than Spirit Island, and a big 33% increase. Entering at number 13 is Mezzo, or perhaps it's Mezzo, or perhaps it's Mezo. I'm not entirely sure. It's spelled M-E-Z-O, and I assume it refers to uh, Mesoamerica. It's by John Claudus, published by Colossal Games, with 16,211. Uh, 1,300 more than Tiny Epic Zombies. Sliding out of the top 10, from number 7 to number 12, is Glory to Rome, by Carl Chudik, published by Cambridge Games Factory, with 16,255. 44, more than Mezzo, down 21% from last week. 
And also sliding out of the top 10 from number 5 to number 11, Pandemic Fall of Rome by Matt Leacock and Paolo Mori, published by Z-Man Games with 16,550, or about 300 more than Glory to Rome. That is down 23% from last week. Those are two of the games exiting the top 10. The other two, to make way for our four new entries, are from number 4 down to number 43, Nanty Narking, and from number 9 out of the top 100, Yggdrasil. The only debut among the four is at number 10, Endeavor Age of Sail, by Carl DeVisser and Jared Gray, published by Burnt Island Games and Grand Gamers Guild, with 17,662. That's 1,100 more than uh, the new Pandemic version. This is a second edition of Endeavor, which was released in 2009 and is currently still ranked 207 on BoardGameGeek. The uh, description on BoardGameGeek is Players strive to earn glory for their empires, establish shipping routes, and occupy cities the world over. It had a Kickstarter campaign that had a $58,000 goal and raised over a half a million dollars and is currently arriving to backers. That mark at 17,662 is 646, more than last week's number 10. Stepping down one spot for the third consecutive week, from 6 to 7 to 8, now down to 9, Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 19,262, exactly 1,600, more than the second edition of Endeavor, and a gain of 8.6%. Our second new entry, returning after six weeks away, at number eight is Tiny Epic Mechs by Scott Alms, published by Gameland Games, with 20,228, almost 1,000, more than Scythe. This is an arena-style, player-versus-player action programming game, the seventh in the Tiny Epic line. Its Kickstarter launched with a modest goal of $15,000 and has currently had over $400,000 pledged still with a couple weeks to go. Our third new entry, re-entering after 32 weeks away, at number 7 is Teotihuacan, subtitled The City of Gods, not The City of Gods, just City of Gods, by Daniela Tacchini, published by NSKN Games, with 20,365. That's 137 more than Tiny Epic Mechs, and a little more than double what it had last week when it was number 22, so a 15-position increase for Teotihuacan. Uh, in fact, last week's number 22, the week before that number 30, the week before that number 35. So on an upward trajectory and a sharply spiking one. It's from one of the co-designers of the Voyages of Marco Polo and Tsoken, the Mayan calendar, a worker placement game in which the workers are dice with a modular board set in the ancient Aztec culture. After dropping down to number 10 last week, rebounding four spots to number 6 is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 20,525, 160, more than Teotihuacan, a 21% increase. This is uh, the 90th week on the chart for Arkham Horror, the card game, making it only the sixth different game to have 90 or more weeks in the top 10. Sliding two spots to number 5 is Everdell, 
by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games with 22,762, that's 2,200 more than Arkham Horror, and a gain of only 4.3%, that's why it lost ground to uh, everybody else. Uh, a 2,200-view gap after the previous three games, Arkham Horror, Teotihuacan, and Tiny Epic Mechs, were only separated by just less than 300 views. And in fact, uh, the gap down to number 9, only another 1,000. So 2,200 is the gap here. This is Everdell's 10th week in the top 10, making it the 52nd different game to have 10 or more weeks in the top 10. And also rebounding up after hitting number four two weeks ago, dropping to six last week, and now back up to number four for Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 22,828, or only 66 more than Everdell, but a 9.2% increase. And this is Terraforming Mars's 110th week in the top 10, making it only the fourth game to have that many weeks. It trails Scythe, X-Wing, actually it trails X-Wing and then Scythe, because X-Wing is now number three, and of course a Netrunner at number one. But all those games from number four down to number nine are only separated by 3,600 views. It's a little over 5,000 if you stretch it down to number 10. But the gap from number four to number three is about 4,400 uh, there is our highest new entry, returning after 33 weeks away and charting for the fourth time, Western Legends by Hervé Lematre, published by Colossal Games with 27,291. That's uh, more than double, quite a bit more than double, 153% increase, a 16,000 view gain. Uh, this is another Kickstarter project that is being delivered. It had a $60,000 goal and raised over a half a million dollars. Only a month late on its delivery. The description from of the game from, I think, Board Game Geek says, Players traverse the Wild West as one of the historical figures of the time, playing poker, robbing banks, and avoiding the sheriff. It's an open-world sandbox-type game. And number two for the seventh consecutive week is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 36,447 it's 9,000 more than Western Legends, but only a gain of 6.5%. So, you know, if you if it had been the... It's a, literally a decline, essentially. The game, the totals are declining. Uh, 36,000. That's one of the lower totals that Gloomhaven has had, if you, especially if you throw out last week's, in a long time. And it does make up a little ground, but not very much on the number one game. There, for the seventh week in a row at number one is Root by Cole Whaley, published by Leader Games with 52,939, 16,500 more than Gloomhaven, and a 2.6% increase. Gloomhaven only manages about two-thirds of the views that Root had for the second week in a row. It becomes the Root becomes the tenth different game to have seven or more weeks at number one, only the sixth different game to do those seven weeks in a row, and this is its 10th week uh, on the chart. So it becomes the 53rd game, right after Everdell, to have 10 or more weeks in the top 10. For Saturday, September 22nd, 2018.